After a four-week break following the season-opening NTT IndyCar Series race at St. Petersburg, Scott Dixon is eager to get back at it this weekend at Texas Motor Speedway, a place where he's had much success. Hi, I'm Dennis Krause, and this is Motorsports Minute Plus. The IndyCar Series season resumes Sunday at Texas Motor Speedway. Of the 36 races the series has run at Texas, no one's been more successful than Scott Dixon. The driver of the number 9 PNC Bank Chip Ganassi Racing Honda leads the way with five wins there. Sunday's race begins a busy stretch for the series, and Dixon is well aware of how important it is to kick it off with a good run on the famed mile-and-a-half oval at Fort Worth. Yeah, I think it's it's big. You know, I think every weekend now, um, you know, just with the, the competition level and how tough it is and... You know, uh, I think for us, as you just said, you know, it, it kicks off a pretty, uh, pretty heavy, heavy stretch of a lot of uh, weekends on the road, um, which you know is extremely tough, you know, for the for the teams as well. You know, I think especially when you're shifting configurations from oval to road courses, and and then the lead up to uh, the month of May, which you know there's a lot of emphasis that goes into the car builds and everything for the race for for the pole, and then obviously for for the biggest race in the world. So um, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, love Texas, you know, even it's uh, you know different. Comp- configurations that we've had uh, throughout the years um, and I think this year you know the NTT IndyCar series is, has uh, you know done a good job I think of bringing some updated uh, aero pieces which I think will, will definitely tighten the pack and and allow for uh, some side-by-side racing with the addition of uh, a full field um, highline practice uh, which I think will happen will help as well as we saw it did uh, you know definitely in St. Louis. Last year's race at Texas was plagued by the traction compound that was used for NASCAR earlier in the season. But instead of providing more grip in the higher lanes of the corners, it pretty much did the opposite, reducing the racing line to just one lane. Does Dixon think the racing will be better this time around? That's actually a good question. And, and uh, yeah, I have no idea. Half the time we don't realize some of the stuff until we actually turn up. So I'm not actually sure if they have applied uh, some of that, you know, that, that uh, texture to, to the high lane. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird. I actually haven't heard if they've been trying to, because typically at this point they will actually be trying to to scrub it off or remove it. Um, but I think, uh, you know, last year it was uh, maybe closer timing or maybe they ran just before us. So there was a different shift, I think, in, in how that applied. So uh, maybe this year I don't think they would have had anything until their fall race. So uh, there was nothing earlier in the season. So we'll see how that that definitely applies. I think with the addition of that highline, that highline practice, that will give everybody uh, at least some idea of you know what that grip level is like. But um, yeah, it's a good question. I'll be asking probably the team after this call to see what uh, state the uh, you know that 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 highline is in. It's the second year in a row that Texas is the second race on the schedule. Dixon thinks it's important to race on an oval before the Indianapolis 500, even if Texas isn't quite like Indy. Uh, you know, I, I think there's, you know, definitely as far as circuits go, you know, there are some similarities, um, you know, configurations, you know, if you were going to a short track, then that would be a, a, a vastly, you know, big difference. Some of the aero packages have kind of got similar over the years or, or maybe devices that you have on the car. So, 
um, that that allows that as well. But I think everybody just getting into the cycle of racing side by side or in close you know, confines at, at very high speeds, um, and then you look at the other side of it where it, you know it's high banked and you know uh, the speeds are different and it doesn't relate so much. But um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's always great to to get to an oval early in the season, and and uh, you know I think this one this year will, will definitely provide some you know some fantastic racing and and especially with such a big field. Given his success rate at Texas throughout his career. What is it about Dixon and his ability as a race driver that fits so well at that particular track? Uh, well, I don't know. I think our team has been uh, very good there uh, throughout the years. Um, you know, I remember even the, the early years of, of 03 for me. Um, well, I guess I did kind of run the practice and almost qualify maybe I think in, in the car era where it was uh, super fast but you know Schechter was uh, was a big helper in that place he was super fast and and uh, obviously you know Dan Weldon later on I think that some of those circuits learned a lot off those guys so I think that combo and and uh, even Dario was was uh, super fast around that place um, which you know when he came back through through that period after 2000 uh, or 2009 and onwards so yeah, I think uh, just, you know, always great teamwork, but but we've had cars and configurations that have always been, uh, you know, exceptionally good at Texas. And, you know, uh, the last few years, I think we, we've we've had that as well. Um, last year, kind of, I think as a team, we kind of missed on, on the go time, you know, it was turning into a bit of a fuel race and then there was a bit of a shift uh, late in the race. And, and uh, I think we, we, we kind of got caught. Um, you know, not keeping up at that point. So, yeah, it's been a, it's been a great track, as as you pointed out, and, and it's a, it's a place I you know love to to race at. To back that up, Dixon has led more laps at Texas than sixteen drivers in Sunday's race have even completed there, according to Dixon. Experience matters up to a point. Uh, I think as you know, if you use it, you know, wisely, it, it helps. Um, but I think you know, uh, I don't know. I always kind of approach it two different ways. You know, I think the the first time. For example, like when I went to the 500, the first couple of years, you know, you're kind of blown away by so many different things that, you know, you don't just focus on specific, you know, uh, you know, things and maybe, uh, you know, kind of cycle yourself out of it or you become too obsessed with it uh, or, or things like that. So what I'm saying is sometimes it's better to not know what's coming uh, than, than, you know, all the, all the times that you've been there. So, you know, especially for a lot of us too, or, or some of us uh, veterans, you know, we, we used to race there twice a year, you know, so we, we, we have done a lot of, a lot of races there, um, you know, throughout our careers. But um, yeah, I think as long as you use it in a meaningful way, it's, it's always good. Uh, but again, I think sometimes if you're a rookie or somebody that's coming for the first few races there, it's, it's sometimes better not knowing uh, the possibilities of what could come or, or, or might happen. Even with race speeds well over 200 miles an hour and tight quarters, Dixon isn't overly concerned that three drivers in the 28-car field, Stingray Robb, Augustin Canapino, and Benjamin Peterson, will be making their first starts at Texas. You know, I think for some of them, you know, they're, 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 you know it's uh, they're they're just hoping for a, a smooth weekend um you know i think for all of us you, you know you don't want to see any kind of crashes or, or people getting injured or anything like that you know that's that's uh, you hope everybody you know uh, keeps it keeps it where it should be but um yeah i think as you know all the all the new guys have got uh solid head on their shoulders i don't think they're going to go out there and do anything stupid and and you know i think uh you know 
they'll they'll have a great race. But um, yeah, no concern from my from my point of view. We've all been there. I was once there, and and uh, all of us have, have gone through that. And and you definitely go into those weekends with your eyes wide open. And it's uh, you know, I actually I had Indy Lights oval racing before that. Um, I couldn't imagine going straight into an IndyCar race, especially at Texas, uh, for the first time to you know get your oval experience. The newly rebranded Indy Next series will not be at Texas this weekend. Dixon thinks it would be good for the final rung on the IndyCar ladder to include low grip tracks like Texas on their schedule. I do. Like, honestly, I came from an era where I think it was six and six. You did six ovals, six road courses, uh, you know, a season of 12 races and Indy lights, you know, and, and the fields were, you know, 30, 30 plus cars. So, you know, um, having that, you know, feeling, I think of both, but it's got to be meaningful too. You know, sometimes when I've watched, you know, the, the freedom 100 or whatever, uh, you know, IMS and they'll be running four wide around, uh, you know, the Indianapolis motor speedway, I was like, you know, yes, it's great racing, great to watch, but it doesn't really teach you anything for what, you know, the bigger, bigger category does. So I think if it's done in a, in a productive way and a, and a meaningful way, then I think it, it totally makes sense. So, you know, some of the circuits like St. Louis or Iowa or, you know, those I think are, are great, you know, circuits, um, you know, to, to understand oval racing um, on a short track version and how the car moves around. Uh, and some of the bigger speedways, I think, um, you know, you got to you got to pick the right ones because, you know, the, the budgets can be extremely tough and um, you don't want just cars crashing out. Uh, you know, all the time. So, you know, um, as long as it's a, it's, it's a car that's in, in a low grip situation and one that's, you know, very difficult to race, I think it's very, very important for the junior categories to have those those races. Along with big speeds, the track has seen its share of Texas-sized crashes as well. Kenny Brack's accident when he locked wheels with Thomas Schechter in the final race of the 2003 season immediately comes to mind. Has that ever-present danger ever affected any decisions Dixon has made during a race? Uh, I don't know. You know, I think a, a race is full of, you know, many highs and lows. So, you know, I think, um, I don't think I really, you know, you're not really thinking about that. I think once you get into the race, you know, you, you have the weekend and maybe lulls and downtimes where, where some of that may cross your mind or if you're reminiscing with somebody and you'll talk about different races or different crashes, you know, like Kenny Brax or, or, you know, where we've seen um, some, some major accidents at that circuit. Um, I think we're all very lucky to, to be in a timing of where, you know, the, the safety side is, has, you know, even, even in my era has changed a ton and, and, and has become, uh, you know, a lot better than what it was, uh, which, you know, there were major improvements before I even got here. So um, is it something that's in the back of your mind and you know about? Yeah, of course. Uh, but ultimately, when you're in the racing situation, when you you know put your helmet on and you know the the, the green flag flies, man, it's uh, it's you know that's where drivers become most selfish, and you're just looking for the biggest advantage or the smallest advantage that you can take, and and ultimately being the first person to see that checkered flag first. While Texas has put on some exciting IndyCar races over the years, there's no denying that it no longer draws the crowds that it used to. But with so few ovals in the series, Dixon believes it should remain on the schedule, whether there's a big crowd or not. Uh, I do. You know, I think people, you know, view or watch or whatever, uh, the race is a little bit different these days. You know, I think we, we all get uh, a pretty quick reminder from when we see, you know, older races uh, in, in the 2000s of, of that place being pretty packed. Um, 
And, you know, I think it's not just tough for us, but obviously for, for cup that races there as well. But, um, yeah, I think people just view, you know, races uh, in a slightly different way. If, you know, I think uh, even at this point, you know, I'd love to see, you know, more ovals on the circuit, whether it was, a, you know, a Richmond or a Kentucky or, you know, some of the circuits that, that uh, have provided fantastic racing for us, um, you know, uh, throughout the years. So, you know, to, to keep, uh, I, I would like to think this would be our minimum of, of oval races for sure. Given all his success at Texas Motor Speedway, which race does Dixon remember most fondly? Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one, you know, uh, to answer. I think it's hard to, you know, probably rule out the the race in 2003, which was the full race to, to win my first championship. You know, I think it was an outside chance. I didn't win the race, um, you know, but to, to win the championship and have the celebrations uh, there in Texas, I think was was definitely, um, you know, a, a very fond memory for myself. Um, I think we've, we've, we've definitely had, you know, better races, better races that we, you know, completely dominated. Um, you know, throughout throughout the throughout the day or throughout the night. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Probably the last one in, in 2020 was was a was a was a 2020 or 21 uh, was a fantastic race uh, to to win. But you know, for me, it's always about trying to to get the next one. So um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed winning my first championship in in, in Dallas and at Texas Motor Speedway. It was a pretty cool memory that I have. That next one for Dixon could be Sunday's PPG 375. As always, thank you for your time. I'm Dennis Krause, and this is Motorsports Minute Plus.